one of these days, we're gonna walk into their apartment. Mm. Or it's gonna be, we're gonna hear this weird noise and we're gonna be like, what? We're gonna go back to the bedroom and he, he, Joseph's gonna have found like a really nice piece of wood, like a like a good red oak. He's gonna be laying in, uh, snuggling it going, oh, <laughs> I, And we're gonna be like, what the heck? I thought you were gonna say, we're gonna go over to his apartment, walk into the living room and Joe's gonna be with his hair, like in a full <laughs> absolute replica still suit. <laughs> And I'm just like, I've put it on perfectly. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like, I wear it in the Fremen fashion. <laughs> and, and Mackenzie's just going to be sitting on the couch like, mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wise Works Podcast. Hi. We're here again. I'll keep going to these guys in the room and go to podcasts. Is there really no sound in space? Is it because there's no pressure? Yeah, but there's lasers. Pew, pew, pew. If you see like the Death Star explosion, it'd be like... Now there might be a sound if you're on a planet. Well, I don't even know. That Where does the sound waves go? I've never gotten to count three. <laughs> you gotta start picking better, man. I pick good. You just don't like them. You pick two. I pick good. <laughs> I pick them. I pick good. Look, Daddy. Every, every time, time a bell rings, rings, an angel gets, gets his wings. Wing. That's right, dude. <laughs> dude, I can't take it. Welcome back to the wonderful wacky. We gotta stop. I I swear I'm not doing this. I I made a conscious time, decision. Look. This is how the first episode started. I made a conscious decision to do this right and to actually. <laughs> Hold on, Con- I am speechless. <laughs> Hold on. I am speechless. Conference. <laughs> Like, we gotta stop letting him do this. Like, he starts before us. We gotta start before him. I think what the problem is. He doesn't have hard, hard, hard no I'm actually <laughs> upset with myself. Look. Can I please? This is this. We're gonna keep all this in, but let me let me redeem myself. All right, look down and look up like a like a master commander. Do it towards your camera. <sighs> I'm in my head. You can do it. Welcome back to the Wacky Wonderful Wiseworks podcast. All you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs. This is episode 239. 239. Why did that why did that sound like uh like we were playing golf? It was, he's <laughs> like, was it welcome back? This is episode, and you're like, 239. <laughs> I'm like Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> just stunned you got it so wrong and I, then you did it right I, it, why it, can't you do that at the top is it because you just don't you just don't have any practice no it's because you play the intro I'm, I'm thinking about that I'm not thinking about how we're going to mm. open we're done nobody says anything you guys kind of just <clears throat> standing there looking around uh-huh. and so I'm like okay this is my time and I go for it but I didn't pre-think well, of what I'm supposed to be saying <laughs> yeah, you just started. the intro comes and you're like this is my time I was actually moment. thinking of a joke, and then you Ronaldo. came in and messed up. Um, so, you know, week number two, season ten. Season ten. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I was thinking, Joshua. Actually, the old seasons do count as seasons, man. Because well, yeah. we're we're three years in. Yeah. Um, to recording, that's regularly three seasons a year. So, 2019, three seasons. 2020, three seasons. 2021, three seasons, start of 2022, season 10. Okay. Okay. 
So we have the inconsistent. It is legitimate seasons we've been you've, doing. You've Three done all, seasons. all the maths. All the maths. Maths. I've done all the maths. All the, all the maths. Now look, it's legitimate seasons. We should be proud of ourselves. 239 episodes. Guys, thank you. If you're watching, mm. wow, we love yeah. you so much. Mm-hmm. Man. You're the best. Much cooler than us. We what? just do. <laughs> Wait, now hold on. Let's backtrack yeah, yeah, yeah. there. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> um. So, anything interesting happened to you fellas this week before we get into the geeky stuff we always get into? Uh, no. There's always something at work, but I, yeah. I can never remember it. I shared this with the patrons. I'll just briefly mention, if you mm. want to get more details, um, I'm going to a, a number of states soon. Yep. And I'm sure I'll have plenty of stories when I get back. Mm. Um, going to Austin, Texas, too. the home of uh, Joe Rogan. Going mm. to California, San Francisco. Wait, I thought that was the home of Joe Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan lives in Austin. Uh, yeah. He lived in California, LA, and then he so moved to Austin. Also, it's also the home of Joe Rogan. Well, no, I'm going home. to I'm going to outside of San Francisco. Oh, not the same as LA. It's kind of crazy. California is the the size of like four or five eastern states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one state. Yeah. Imagine imagine if California became their own little country because they were so pissed off at everything, and then they're like, no, they just they're too they're too busy. Like they, they, they would just disintegrate. Yeah. I mean, like, one one war, they would just be oh, East taken Coast, out. East yeah. Coast would invade them right away. The yeah. thing is, even one even war. the weak ones <laughs> on the East Coast, uh, we, we're different. We have to weather seasons of weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, California is just like build different. Life is super consistent. Everyone's like pretends to be really nice to each yeah. other. You just make fun of people behind your back. Probably you come from a little bit of money, unless you're from you know. Compton. Yeah. And then because who lives in California who doesn't make money? Right. You usually leave California if you can't make money or you're stuck there. So you can't leave, you know. I mean, yeah. East Coast would destroy West Coast. We East Coast would probably destroy the entire nation. <laughs> like no like no, you know, Central it, America what, can't what, defend what itself. Texas? Where's Texas? I feel like they're, Texas they're, would, Texas would side with East Coast. Uh the problem yeah. is though. <laughs> Yeah, it's Texas. The thing is, Texas sides with the South. They are the definition of the South. Mm. Then you probably got like Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina. Yeah. But Texas is the biggest of the South. No. I mean, West Virginia has like they're they're South. But to be honest, West Virginia is farther north than us. Yeah, Mm. but West Virginia is. There's some country people. No, they're mountain people. That just simply aren't super, like, predominantly well-educated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With tons of guns. With tons of guns. But the if thing that is, ain't, all of that the South has yeah. tons of guns, man. You don't have to be educated that to shoot like, a gun. The South, you know. They they consider themselves the South. But. You know who I'd be most worried about? Mm. Freaking the, lo- the generational New York and New Jersey people. Yeah generations of family if they just popped yeah. off they pull out all of their handguns and they're like, like the we don't care on. about anything man everyone's gonna die yeah like the coleons the coleons i'm thinking like imagine joey diaz yeah but like ten thousand of them mm-hmm. yeah who just aren't, sh- who are aren't like, shaken by nothing man or like new york and 
They're built yeah, different. They're built different. Well, not not all New Yorkers, like the people that go to New York because they want to be New York. Those aren't strong people. But <laughs> those aren't strong people. Those are, those are weak people. But the ones that like have been in New York because they were born there and their family and their mm. granddad and they like, you know, old Jewish or Italian families, it's been there for three generations. And previous to that, they lived across the Atlantic, you know? Mm. Those kind of people. Those are hard people. Yeah. What are we uh, trailer this week? Is there anything new? What are we trailer this week? We are trailer. (laughs) What are we going to watch with the trailer? (laughs) We have anything. Well, we have an opener and we are going to watch and react to, I guess it's a show. Is it a show? Or a film. It's got to be a show. I think it's a show. I think it's a show. It's coming out on Disney Plus, and it's something I don't know a lot about, but it's called Moon Yeah, I'm not familiar with this one either. As a character, Mm -hmm. I guess the comic didn't get a lot of popularity. But we did react to the teaser well we we reacted to it along with other things when they mm. had the disney plus day but this but is now the official trailer. this is the official trailer as it okay. says as it reads so let's go ahead and watch it and All then right. we'll give our thoughts we'll think about it have either okay, of you guys actually it. watched it this yet no really? neither I, have I, I, have. No, I haven't watched it this so. is clean for all of us here we go a bit of oscar isaacs that's what joshua does when uh-huh. he's that actually is what i do <laughs> I can't tell the difference between my waking eyes and dreams. Hello, and welcome to the Miami Awakening. Okay, so we got a Jekyll and Hyde situation here. Yeah. Oh, I love how the logos went this way. You'll catch you up. You're bloody useless. <laughs> Stevie. Stevie. <laughs> I can't tell the difference. <laughs> Thank you. What's the contact lens? Hope you find it. <laughs> Thanks. This actually looks really sick. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, you're alive. What's wrong with you, Mark? Mark? Why did you call me Mark? Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. It's been very difficult. Oh, this guy. That's Kevin Bacon. Isn't it? No. That's... Okay, we're going to get roasted if you say that's Kevin Bacon. Kind of looks like him. No, I know it's, it's not, not Kevin Bacon. I know it's not. It just kind of looks like him. I was making a joke. The chaos. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Do we got? Is he possessed? Like yeah, they kind of like seems a like a situation. no. It kind kind of seems kind of. like mixed between a mummy. Yes, yeah, the green goblin, like ancient pharaoh. The Green Goblin and mm. maybe maybe uh, maybe it's, a little bit of Green Era except the, the bow. Is he like Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, he, he, no, Yu-Gi-Oh? that looks a mix awesome. between a mix between the Green Goblin, mm. a Mummy, and Batman. Okay, I'm Batman. That's kind of seen what it looks like. It's a mix of. Let's skip through. Um, so, what are your guys' thoughts, man? I don't know. It looks interesting. 
but I don't, I still, I we get an idea of who the Moon Knight is, but it feels like a lot of people don't know who he is, and so they're trying to introduce his thing, you mm. know? That's what I'm getting the vibe for in this trailer. I propose something. How about for our reaction videos? We're not allowed to say, it looks interesting anymore because we say that way too much. It looks intriguing. <laughs> that That's a different word. That is a different word. Uh... <laughs> It looks fantastic. So you're super excited. I actually am after look, seeing all that. It looks I think if cool. if they stick with a more uh a tone that's more akin to the seriousness of Falcon Winter Soldier or WandaVision mm-hmm. rather than, you know, what they did with Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. Which felt I wasn't goofy. a fan of Hawkeye. If, if this is kind of like a drama show, I can get behind a drama show. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling mm-hmm. this is gonna kind of be in the middle. Yeah? It's gonna be, it's still gonna feel cinematic, but it's gonna kind of have a similar vibe to Hawkeye mixed with some of those so. more classic feels that we saw from Loki and WandaVision. Well, know? this didn't, this felt, the trailer for this felt way more like Loki and, and not anywhere close to Hawkeye. Not necessarily, dude. What do you I, mean, I, not I, necessarily? No, not necessarily, because what, the the visual storytelling so mm. it, it, the writing could be the same the writing could be as engaging but the actual vis- visual side to these shows i am getting a little bit more of a hawkeye feel as far as the way it's filmed the I production don't, i don't the know way it moves. I, I, liked, I think this looked a little different than hawkeye yeah i don't think it wasn't i feel like hawkeye was new york mm-hmm. it was in christmas hawkeye, yes but it was uh, Kate Bishop more mm-hmm. than Hawkeye. Yeah. And that's why it had this almost teenager-y feel yeah. to it. Because it was Kate Bishop. It wasn't Hawkeye. But your guys' problem is the writing from Hawkeye. Yeah. Do you have a problem with the the way it's presented? Because the the visual side of it gave me a very similar vibe to like Green Arrow or these older you know, not necessarily canon. I, I liked Green Arrow. More TV style. TV style. Okay. Uh, not as cinematic, not as what we see coming out of, from Netflix and what we saw with WandaVision and Loki. It felt like the movies, yeah. but in show form. Now it kind of feels like we're getting back to I am, drama. I am to, okay. To the TV style of things. I am, I'm okay if the production is similar to Hawkeye because I don't think the production for... Uh, like the visuals was necessarily terrible if the story is really good. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, the writing is very important. I am just a tad bit... Skeptical? Skeptical. Now, it's not that I don't think it looks cool, but after seeing Hawkeye and being disappointed, Mm -hmm. uh, not, not the whole way through, but... If I'm looking at it in broad strokes, it's paints disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm skeptical as like, what what's the next thing? And that also makes me feel a type of way about like what She-Hulk's gonna look like, you know? Yeah. Well, anything. More, uh, maybe She-Hulk is gonna be more like Hawkeye than yeah. this. Well, She-Hulk already has a terrible logo, which I've mentioned in yeah. previous videos. Right. The, there's like no thought put into that art. <laughs> See, I always. Let me finish my statement. No, 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 you're good. I've always thought Hulk was kind of a stupid character. Until. Now you're talking about people are coming after you now. No, and and until 
I saw the first Avengers. Mm-hmm. And they gave us that scene where Bruce says, I'm always Get, angry. I'm always angry. He turns around, he punches that thing. From then on, the MCU version of Hulk was, it was awesome to me. I loved Hulk after that. Mm-hmm. Going forward, I thought Hulk was the cool, was a really cool character because the MCU made Hulk awesome, mm. in my opinion. And let me guess, all the way until Infinity War. Yeah, when they nerfed him. When they nerfed him. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Hulk is cool. He in Thor uh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok in Avengers Endgame. In, I liked him. Unpopular were, opinion. I think Hulk started following apart, falling apart in Ragnarok. Yeah. I think he could have been a As way better. I could character. see he that, could have been a way better character in Ragnarok, and it came to a head. Yeah, well, there was there was there wasn't enough Hulk. Mm. There should have been the whole movie. He should have been Hulk. Well, but I think we'll about see this what though. She Hulk is that's yeah. not Hulk though. It's She Hulk. I know. I know that it technically started with Hulk, or Iron Man, and then Hulk, mm-hmm. the Incredible Hulk. But they changed actors. Mm-hmm. They changed a lot of the story. And they just lightly said, okay, this is kind of canon. Yeah. And then we never got another Hulk movie. He's mm-hmm. just been present for everyone else. That's because Marvel's been like, okay, every Hulk movie in the past has done terrible. Not worked. We, you know, we, you know don't know that we want to. Well, and they already again. kind of made the Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. canon because they threw Robert Down Jr. in him mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And scenes, scenes from it are in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. So um, I think this show. Uh, yeah, Moon Knight, not Hulk. Yeah. I'm okay with visuals being on a small scale and enjoying a character, you know, where there's not as much, you know, amazing, you know, stuff. Mm hmm. As long as it's kind of Batman-y, as long as it's got the drama, it's got the story. Not everything has to be Doctor Strange folding a city in on <laughs> itself or yeah, Loki cool. where you see massive buildings falling and these beautiful, incredible, large-scale visuals. I love large-scale visuals, and I hope to yeah. see a ton more in the future of Marvel, but I also like the small-scale stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if all the visuals are just him, you know, suiting up as the Moon Knight and jumping around and taking out crime, you know, that's fine. That's all I need mm-hmm. as long as the story is compelling. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I I agree with you about the story. Mm. And I agree with you about sometimes to tell a good story, you do sacrifice visuals. I just don't see why... They would start down a road visually that yeah. feels like the movies. It shouldn't have to. And then deter from that. They shouldn't have to sacrifice visuals. And it's not even just necessarily visuals. It doesn't play a little bit about like how they light the scene. Mm-hmm. It plays a little bit about how they set the scene up. It it depends on how they grade it, you know? How yeah. the color comes what the color science of the scenes to not match the vibe that we get it. And then it also yeah. comes down to the pacing. Like, well, what's the pacing from the movie? You know, Loki felt like yeah, but it sort of broke know. away. <laughs> I know. Loki felt like it sort of broke away from that cookie cutter yeah. uh, mold, you know, with its well, I lighting. I think WandaVision did and, too. Yeah, and all that. And 
it feels like Marvel has, you know, like I said, a cookie cutter for this is how we film things. This is how it looks, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what people expect. Uh, I think they can be more dynamic than that. They've shown us that they can do that with Loki. Yeah, they can be more dynamic. I don't know why they would regress back into something that we've already seen a billion times. I Here's my opinion. Well, this is becoming more about our frustrations with Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but the thing Hulk. is, we also don't know much about Moon Knight. So yeah. a, a take what we have to say and apply it to hopes or concerns for this. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're not talking about that's the issue that's going to be in this show because it might not be. It very well might not. Be. We're just, you know, making assumptions. The latest thing was Hawkeye. So wh- what else can we apply yeah. it to? You know, if the latest thing had been Loki. I'd be like, this is going to be the this best could be thing great. ever. Yeah. Because yeah. I loved Loki. I, I also loved a little bit less, but still loved WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really dabbled in, uh, in what is the other one? Falcon and Winter Falcon Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. It doesn't have, I don't think, the uh, the visuals of Loki and WandaVision. Or Did the, it feel a little bit more like Hawkeye? No. Okay. No. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier felt more... I don't know. What would you say? Kind of like spy movie, not spy movie. Like Mission Impossible. No, it felt, it felt buddy more. cop. Yes, it, it felt buddy, buddy action buddy cop. cop. Yeah, action, action buddy cop. Buddy. I, which, would, I would agree with that. Which is which is better than what Hawkeye was. Which Hawkeye was also action buddy cop. I Hawkeye I did, was uh, kind of an unimportant story with an important villain that they made unimportant, mm-hmm. and then. It kind of felt like a teen film yeah. or teen show. I didn't watch. We watched WandaVision. We were like, this is a really good show as we were watching it. I didn't watch Falcon versus Winter Soldier first. I keep saying verse. And. And Winter Soldier until it was all, all the way out. Why it was like, eh, it's an okay show. You don't really have to watch it. I'm like, I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I, I loved the show. Like, I fell in love with the show. It has this this character and this um, just the evolution the, of their characters yeah. that more than you see in any of the movies. And I, I loved it. Like you said, it was and kind I, of a buddy cop And thing. I watched, I rewatched it with you. Yeah. And some of the things that I didn't like the first watch, I was like, okay, I, I like the characters more, mm-hmm. even though there's some things that, I still don't care for in the show. The show is a much, you know, more well-rounded show mm-hmm. than some of the others I've seen. Yeah. All that to say, mm-hmm. for the most part, we liked everything till Hawkeye. Hawkeye was yeah. disappointment. There were good moments. I did like what's her face's uh, mom's boyfriend with the mustache. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. very funny. I loved him. Oh. I thought he was very charming. I loved him as yeah. a character. Uh, I, the, he he loves swordplay. The uh, yeah, I think that was fun. I I I'd say the best moment of the show was him trying to talk to his kid over the phone. Yeah, that felt very good and personable and uh, real. Yeah, but that was the only moment. And as far as visual goes, you know where it's it shows him in the show when he's doing flashbacks to the movie when um, Scarlett Johansson dies. Mm-hmm. 
and those visual cut back and forth, those two things don't match at all Mm-mm. with the color, with the contrast, yeah. with the grain yeah. and the image. Like they don't look like they're even the same thing. I know they were in like on another universe or planet or wherever they were. Yeah. For that. But at the same time, it like they don't even look like they look like two different movies. By not, that's not even in the same realm. They did, it felt, felt like they didn't try. Why are we talking about Hawkeye? Well, this is our movie review. This is Hawkeye. our Moon Knight. Moon Knight Hawkeye trailer review. Trailer review. Reaction. Uh, skeptical, but skeptical, but looking forward looking to forward it. Looking forward to it. I yeah. am looking ready. forward to it, but slightly not maybe. Skeptical. Let's say this. I'll say this. The way you know how sometimes you bring prejudices to mm-hmm. shows or movies. The way this looked allows me to not bring any prejudice. Yeah. But if it starts slipping, that prejudice is going to come. Yeah. You know, so and it better be better careful. And I'm, I'm looking for a good performance from Oscar Isaacs. Yeah. Uh, a little. And, and I'm talking about a Leto Atreides performance. Not, I think it will be. Not an X-Men apocalypse performance. <laughs> <laughs> I think it will be. It seems like it seems like it did. Yeah. He, he's very expressive, but in a comedic way or a serious way mm-hmm. from the trailer. I mean, this photo. Not as, yeah, I mean, that's looks pretty scared. expressive. He looks scared of himself. Yeah. That's what he looks like he's scared of. Yeah. So um, that's our reaction, our first thoughts to the trailer. Those are genuine true thoughts. So they are. First thoughts. Um, we have a couple more things we go and get into. Yeah. Hey, I'm here to interrupt the podcast just for a brief moment to talk about the Patreon. If you guys would like to support us, uh, head over to Patreon and, you know, you can sign up for uh, any of the tiers. We got three different tiers that you can choose from and a ton of different content that you guys might enjoy. Uh, On the $10 tier, we have the video version of the Midnight Special. So if you guys were wondering what it looked like for us to be sitting around the table during the Midnight Special, we got that for you. You're going to be able to get most of our content about a week early if you head over to the Patreon, and it's a great way that you can support us and help us to continue making content and stuff for you guys. So thanks for listening to me. Let's get back to the podcast. Uh, and it happens to actually be another clip, oh, but really? let me tee it off with this. Yes. So a while ago, Amazon Prime released a picture. Mm. And this is a picture from the Amazon Prime show that's coming out for yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Now, they've released a teaser, and they've released the title of what it's going to it's be called. It's not really a teaser, but... It is a teaser. We Yeah, let's just... Let's, it's not let's a trailer. Watch it, and then we'll talk about Did it. Did we I determine who this character was? Uh, I have a feeling that it's either just one of the... It's probably one of the Valar, or it could be Morgoth. Mm. Could be because you got the two trees. This is out in the west, so um, where the, in the film where they talk about into the west or whatever, yeah. it's kind of like the heaven realm. <clears throat> That's where this is. But the the two trees were created after the two lamps. Right. The two lamps were destroyed. That was the original light to the earth, and then there was the whole battle with Morgoth and everything. And then they went to this blessed realm. And uh, I believe it was the wife of the main Valar. I can't remember their names, but um, there's a lot of names. Mm -hmm. Studied it one time. But the wife of the Valar, she she creates the light. She created the lamps. And then when they got here, she created the two trees. And this is providing light to all of Middle-earth until later 
these trees are also destroyed by yeah. um, a giant spider and Morgoth. Yeah. So this could be Morgoth, but this is all they gave us. All yeah. we know is that this is in the blessed realm because mm -hmm. of the two trees. So today, so today, I guess we as today. of today, but a f as you see this, either a week or two weeks ago, they came out with a teaser, and we're gonna watch it. Yes. This is the most thing. This is the thing I'm most nervous about all mm. this year. Mm -hmm. So let's we'll, well, let's let's give let's watch it, and then we'll we'll discuss all those concerns. <laughs> It kind of has a Peter Jackson vibe to it. It has a Hobbit vibe. Oh, that's cool. Three rings for the Elven Kings under the sky. Seven for the Dwarf Lords in their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. One for the Dark Lord on his dark throne in the land of Mordor. Pronounced it correctly. An interesting right. title. So I have a a theory okay about the premise of this mm -hmm. and then we'll get into our thoughts i believe because of the title and because they're yeah. doing the intro to the rings and everything i think they're like we had kind of talked about before the main story is going to be about sauron coming into power and creating the rings okay and then I think what's going to, that. they're going to do flashbacks to tell the backstory of Sauron, which heavily includes Morgoth, mm -hmm. heavily. Yeah. So I think they're going to tell old story alongside, or maybe initially before they get to the story of how the ring and the other rings were created. So that's why they call it Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power. Rings of power. Oh, the rings of power. So it's, yeah, it's kind of going to, it has to be about the creation of the rings of power. Mm -hmm. So it's not much of a theory, but I think they're going to cross tell a story mm -hmm. there. Um, what do you guys think? <laughs> yeah. There's not the, a lot to go off of. Not a lot. Name. The, but when they get when they br brought out the teaser to Wheel of Time, there wasn't a lot to go off either. Mm -hmm. No, you want to go to your next slide because I know you have the ca some of the cast list. Um, this is I, I don't know anybody except this guy, and um, and where is he? And the guy above him, Peter. So Charles Edwards and Peter Mullen. Mm -hmm. Peter's from Ozark. Yep. You remember him? Yep. Um. And then I don't know anybody else, if I'm being honest. I don't think I do. Hmm. I don't know Cynthia, who's at the top. Uh, uh, Cynthia Robinson. I don't know Benjamin Walker. I don't know any of these people. Yeah. So this is kind of similar to what was happening with Wheel of Time. Not mm. only did I not know the story, mm. but I didn't know anybody who's playing it except the very lead woman, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so what what do you guys think? What do you think? I think this guy's definitely going to be an elf. He's got elf features. I think a lot of these people are going to be elves. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, ah, Cynthia's probably an elf. 
I am. I I can't even say that I'm skeptical. Mm-hmm. I just feel like because of Wheel of Time, I'm skeptical. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Show. I'm gonna say because of the biggest hits from Amazon Prime lately. You're skeptical. I'm skeptical. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what if they're putting all their time in this show, and that's why they didn't. It the other shows haven't turned out great. Look, it, it's all about. Uh, the way that the writers and directors are doing the show it is and and not really about amazon prime not really yeah if the if the writers and the directors and everything the showrunners and all that if Mm. they're if they know what they're doing it'll be a good show it also kind of is up to the executive producers the executives at amazon prime True. to leave the creators alone if they know what they're doing yeah mm-hmm. because it, you there's a lot of there's going to be tendencies i'm sure to say this is like problematic mhm let's change it a little bit but that little yeah. change can spiral out of yeah. control you know what what was the budget for this it wasn't like insane like 100 million two trillion billion you're asking a question i don't know um there's a big budget on it (laughs) two trillion (laughs) you did you throw that number (laughs) it wasn't two trillion was it yeah yeah i think it might have been (laughs) um but we've seen a lot of animation i want to see some practical but we probably won't get practical Mm -hmm. we're gonna get an animation um well, that I whole, feel like that's why I loved Lord of the Rings so much because it was so practical. Yeah. And why you like The Hobbit less. 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 Um, may I, because we, we're not, we don't even know anything really and we're, we, we have feelings about it, I need to address something. Mm. So people that are watching this, when it comes to something coming out like the batman a lot of people that just want to believe it's going to be good will hate <laughs> if you say anything negative yeah same with wheel of time as soon as it started coming out and there were some people on some of the groups that i joined for wheel of time were saying like uh they're changing a lot of stuff and i'm not sure how i feel about it there was a bunch of people that were fully committed to this idea of it doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. i'm going to love it because mm-hmm. it's wheel of time we can't, as viewers, as fans, we cannot allow this. Yeah. If somebody messes up something and is doing it wrong, we have to point it out. That's why Peter Jackson made a beloved trilogy of Lord of the Rings. And we kind of clapped back a little bit when he presented us with, you know, the Battle Hobbit. of the Five Armies. Yeah. You know, it's a little, it wasn't yeah. up to par. Even yeah, though we love Peter Jackson. Stuff. And, and the issue I have is that, uh, Amazon Prime is consistently not staying true to source material. Yeah. With a lot of stuff. They did uh-huh. the uh, they did the watch based on the beloved Terry Pratchett Discworld books. Mm-hmm. Uh and I mean all wrong. All wrong. All of it wrong. And Every you're the wrong person to wrong. mess around with Terry Pratchett. Yeah. You, uh, you shouldn't you I feel shouldn't like there's a lot of fans <laughs> Lord of the Rings. You mess oh, with there's Lord of worse. the Rings. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're gonna better sleep with one eye open. You better Gandalf it. <laughs> but I mean, we're talking about just yeah. We're talking about uh, uh, beloved writers like Terry Pratchett and Robert Jordan, who have both had their their books adapted into shows and movies and things on Amazon Prime. Yep. And uh, not great. It's concerning. 
And, and I don't want to see them do that to Tolkien. Yeah. And also, and it's, it is who we define as they. Mm-hmm. It's are the executives at Amazon Prime overreaching? Are they poisoning everything Amazon Prime? Yeah, well, they, the question is, do they care more about things being problematic or trying to be woke? Mm-hmm. Or do they care about what the story has presented and you know what the fans want to see because what i from what i'm seeing they're not concerned with the fans no they actually seem kind of like f you to the fans right we would rather have this fit uh whatever we're trying to do like an agenda Mm -hmm. and try to fit as much uh woke culture into it as humanly possible rather than making it a decent show yeah and if we're being honest I'm not I'm not referencing this. If we're being honest, like Josh was saying, that's not going to fly with Lord of the Rings Mm-mm. fans because everybody no. to some extent is a fan of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Everybody on earth who's seen it or know it exists is in some way a fan of Lord of the Rings. And if Amazon Prime is like stepping up to the plate, they better step heavy and not screw around. Yeah. You can just see like the first couple episodes come out and it's not great. Oh the fans gosh. aren't happy. And then That's we see this, this this uh, fellowship appearing. You have my bow, my axe, and they're just like geared up for Doing battle. The references. <laughs> it's like, please, also, please, I, I, I really, really would hope not to see any of those references yeah. to the other movies. Yeah, leave, unless, let it be its own thing. Unless it feels extremely natural. Mm-hmm. You know, in in The Hobbit, all of those references are fine because we're much closer in the 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 storyline. Yeah. It's much closer to be like, oh, look, a, a, the mithril shirt. It's like, okay, so this is where Bilbo gets his mithril shirt. And it's also a part of the book. And it's part of the book. Mm-hmm. And, and things... You know that Gandalf says, or that Bilbo says, that maybe somebody else said in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. That feels okay because the stories are so close. Yeah. But this, I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> I don't want them to be like, "This is a fellowship." It's like, yeah. could you shut up? Also, what do you think they're gonna I do? So, I would like to see a backstory on like how Sting became a thing. Sting, the Sting. the artist. Yeah. He played in Dune, <laughs> the old one. Yeah. That was pretty good. No, how's how's Sting? I would see a now those are good references, like where these ancient elven weapons came from, who made them. Yeah. That's cool. Cause we wanna see that kind of stuff. I wanna see yeah. some blacksmith, you know, elven blacksmith in the forge working on Orcris mm-hmm. or working on uh, Gandalf's sword, mm-hmm. which is Or the Goblin Slayer. That's Orchrist. Orchrist. What's the what's uh uh they uh not Theomir. Um Boromir? No, the main dwarf guy. Gimli. No, in the Hobbits. The leader. Thorin Okajur. Orchrist, that's his sword. That's his Orchrist, okay. Yeah. Uh and, and its sister sword is Gandalf's, which is There's a lot of names in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> ah. The thing is, once we do a wacky, wonderful show of like eight weeks, we'll, we'll know we'll all know the all names. Of it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, until then, we so across the board, things I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say positive about it. I I love the animation for this 
the the lava, especially when it got that close up and you can see the top layer drying and it kind of separates. Yeah. It's convincing. I like the music. It had it wasn't the same song that we heard from Peter Jackson, mm-hmm. but it was all of the same elements, mm-hmm. which was nice. I like the music. I like the visuals. Pretty vibrant. Like like Wheel of like Time. Wheel of Time. Don't want it to be too vibrant. Um, and we, we we know when the more vibrant you go, I don't know the more uh, the hokier the, the costumes. hokier Vi- the costumes look. There's there's <laughs> no there's different from this because elves yeah are vibrant. We just don't no. want too clean. Elves like are every, bright. Let's see. Every time we see elves in Lord of the Rings, there's like bright lights and yeah, and it all feels kind of like a dream, except when the elves show up to. Helm's deep. Mm-hmm. Then it feels gritty. Yeah. Then it feels real. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want every time there's elves and they're like walking they're through, you know, a corridor for there to just be angelic light all the time. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> you know, I'm worried about the costumes. Like I want to see. Time. Yeah. If they look hokey like this, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Um, but I liked the style. I think I'm OK with the way the story's going obviously about the rings Rings and i I will say this i mean i think um if i am to go back a slide or two here i'm pretty now this is vibrant because this was color graded by a fan Mm -hmm. but the original picture i was pretty okay i'm okay with the way this looks i'm okay with the style you know um i like the nature of it Mm -hmm. uh you know i guess i'm just a little I'm just a little uh yeah, we don't have enough to go on reservations. Got to keep you got to have those reservations. And we're going to continue to talk about this because this is going to be a build up to the end of the year and boy, yeah, it's going to second I think. It's or going fourth, to tie my like stomach in knots all mm-hmm. year long. Um better any, start getting on those <laughs> probiotics now. Yeah. <laughs> any other thoughts before we move on? Mm-mm. No. Um I think Peter, he's probably going to play a man, like a human. A human. He doesn't have elven features. No. He does, but he also could be an orc. Mm, what do you think the orcs be. are going to look like? I don't know. Probably orcs. Yeah, but there's like <laughs> different renditions based on who the artists and creators True. are. True. Yet we know very well the Peter Jackson orcs. We know very well. Hey, thank you for watching the podcast. Just real quick, I want to insert something in here. Um, If you are a filmmaker or you're a YouTuber or you create anything online and you don't, like you struggle with music, you struggle to figure out what type of music you can put on YouTube, what stuff's going to get copyrighted, what's not. I know YouTube has some free options that are kind of low quality if we're being honest. Anything free is going to be low quality. Well, for the past number of years, I think like three or four years, I've been using a website called Soundstripe. Um, I love their content. Everything that we create that has music in it, it comes from Soundstripe, but they have hundreds and hundreds of other music pieces that are copyright free that they are you're able to put on your YouTube, you're able to put them in commercial work, whatever you have music needs for in video production, they got you covered. All different genres like cinematic stuff, or hip-hop, or acoustic guitar. I mean, they have everything you could possibly want. So if that's something that's interesting to you and you've never considered Soundstripe before, I want to encourage you to do so. And if you would, use 
the link that we have in the description for Soundstripe. It's a personal link. Just it lets them know that I sent you over there. And uh, if you are, if that's what you're looking for, I'd really appreciate you using our link. And uh, that's all I had to say. So let's get back to the show. Joshua, what's the next thing we're going into? <clears throat> okay. A movie's about to come out. Mm-hmm. The studio wants to promote it. So they have the main actors kind of do this uh, press tour, per se. Well, go to our first line. For the beloved film Spider-Man No Way Home, we had the press tour from Tom Holland, Zendaya. And from... We had some from Willem Dafoe. Yes, we some, had some, some people we knew from that Alfred, were going to be in the movie. Malina, Did not know Toby Maguire or Andrew Garfield were going to be in the movie because they wanted to keep that a secret mm-hmm. for good reason. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Pretty good reason. <laughs> um, it kind of seems like now, post premiere, post movie. post movie, or not officially movie yet, but premiere because it's been out in movies for a while. People know it's been spoiled for us. Andrew has been going on i don't know if it's official like press tour but he's been going and talking about it a lot Mm -hmm. there's been a lot in the news lately about interviews he's been doing and talking about the he was on vanity fair recently for it yeah i saw him on vanity fair yeah yeah and all of this is it's kind of weird you're usually doing this beforehand now all of a sudden with good reason we understand well yeah we know the reason why it's just kind of interesting that why do you think Andrew, and I think I, and it might be because he kind of stole the show, but Andrew yeah. is focused on and not so much Toby McGuire. Yeah, I don't, I haven't I seen don't know. I think, I think Toby's kind of maybe staying out of the spotlight a little bit. You think Toby don't like the heat? <laughs> Toby don't like the and heat. And I don't mean that in a bad way. He just don't, he don't need, you know, he don't feel like he needs it. Yeah. You know, and he I don't think he cared for the paparazzi and stuff. No, yeah, like that video. I've seen a lot of videos of him just being like, "You're in the way." <laughs> yeah, move. <laughs> move. Laughing at, I saw I saw one where uh, somebody was trying to film him and they in the process of trying to film him, they like ran into a car. <laughs> and and then the next as you know, somebody else was filming it and he was laughing. I was like, "He hates the paparazzi so much." He probably much. do. Um do you think that kind of this little sidebar just for a second? Yeah. Did it kind of did it kind of look like Tobey Maguire was airbrushed in uh, No Maybe. Way Home? Maybe it kind of looked like his complexion seemed fake. He seems like a grumpy man. Like <laughs> he you know, might be old, getting rid of the wrinkles. Old man, that's Maybe like he was a little bit brushed, brushed but you know, a little grumpy. He's he's, he's old. Yeah. He's I mean he's not that old, but he's, yeah, it's been he's older. Spider Man came out in like. I'm gonna butch through butch it's like two thousand one. Yeah. I don't think you're far off. It's about like twenty years old or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. So get, let's get back to what you were saying. You recently listened to a podcast with Andrew. Yeah. Um he went into he it was like a fifty minute podcast mm-hmm. of him just talking about Spider Man No Way Home. Okay. What um, were some of the interesting things that he said on the podcast? From the beginning he, they went through and talked about spoilers, how things that, that came out and how from his perspective on things like the picture that mm-hmm. that came out the um it all started with he ordered grubhub one day when oh, he got to atlanta they were about to film he just got to atlanta they got to grub um he ordered some grubhub he needed some food that night before he filmed the next day the guy came to his place and was like can i see an id 
And he was like, why Why do you need an ID? You never check IDs for Grubhub. And he was like, well, I just, I need to make sure this food's yours. Come to find out he didn't give him his ID. But afterwards, this guy came out and said, I just saw Andrew Garfield. I think he's recording for Spider-Man mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Oh, man. Um, and he was like, oh, no, I messed up. I, got, <laughs> I just was hungry. I needed dinner. <laughs> yeah. What, am I not allowed to eat? Yeah. Yeah. Studios dictating that me not being able to eat food. Things happened, like the peak picture leaked. And um, then he went into going on, like, Jimmy Fallon and having to lie and be like, I don't know about that. You remember mm-hmm. that interview? And kind of lying about all of the story, the backstory. Which and, is actually pretty convincing because for a while, everyone was doing all this fan art of multiple Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. And like a few weeks later, the word started spreading like, nah, it's just fans nope. being yep. fans. Hmm. Yeah, he definitely played it. He was a good actor in that sense of just not doing it, not letting anybody know. lying to the public. Yeah. Then he went into talking about um being on set and interacting with um with everybody and how they did filming and stuff Mm -hmm. and he talked about a lot on the podcast okay um and the podcast was called happy sad confused yeah that was the one i listened to but there's a lot of interviews out there Mm -hmm. that he talked about and that's just interesting it is interesting i think it's it's one of the most recent kind of uh gotcha moments that Hollywood has put out yeah. in a while, you know, where it's like, you guys have been thinking maybe this could be <laughs> reality for like over a year now. Right. And gotcha. 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 <laughs> like this is a joke that you'll love. Up until, up until like, what was it, a few days before you guys actually saw it? Josh was like, I don't think they're going to be in it. No. Yeah. I know. I that's why we made a bet it. on the podcast. Well, no, I, I genuinely was like, I kept saying, I hope they're in it. Mm-hmm. I strongly hope. I yeah. want that. But I think... You're hoping against I hope. I don't see them not releasing some information saying, like a teaser yeah. that they're supposed to be in it. They did. They, it was called the trailer. If they're cross-pollinating villains between movies, mm. you can bet your bottom they were cross-pollinating spiders. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what they did. They got some they did. In it. It, that's why it didn't surprise we, me. Now. We didn't. When I saw him show up, all I did was guns. this. All I did was this. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I knew I was right. We didn't get Kristen Dunst. We didn't get Kirsten. Kirsten Dunst. We didn't. I told you why. She don't want to be in them, man. <laughs> she's trying to be wanted. a. She's trying to be a, a low key Spider Man wife. Spidey wife. Spidey, Spidey wife. wife. <laughs> I wanted to see Mary Jane. Which, by the way, uh, in the last podcast, I had to correct a bunch. We kept calling uh, MJ from Tom Holland, Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Her name is Michelle Jones. Michelle Jones, yeah. And I, I was just throwing up on the bottom, on the lower third. Every time me and you said Mary Jane referring to Michelle Jones, we could have just said MJ, but we went out of our way to say, say Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. Yeah. So I, kept, I corrected us every time we said it. So, Michelle Jones, that was an interesting tidbit. They just decided to change for, yeah. like, a different universe. Keep the initials, change the name. Yeah. Multiverse is wacky, man. All kinds of twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely going to be watching this. I think it's interesting content. Happy, sad, confused. Do you know the name of the host? Mm, I've never remember? listened to this podcast before. You just found it? Yeah. Well, uh, well at least plug Happy, Sad, Confused and... Um, 
enjoy it because I we I will be this week probably tomorrow mm. or tonight. Um, now let's get to the other thing that I was saying. A little just a tiny bit of information came out, and I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about it for a little bit. Um, we're going to be have our stomach in knots for the next almost two years, and that is Dune Part Two. Yes. Oh, so so basically. Till September, we're gonna have knots. We're gonna have more until Dune, and then what comes af- after that? Man, we might as well just start. Start it up now. Yeah, yeah. Start taking your uh, probiotics. That's what I'm saying, dude. Your Pepto Bismol. Pepto Bismol. Yeah. <laughs> um, two things, real quick. Uh, let me go to this slide. I don't know if this is official at all, but looks like a picture in the desert. <laughs> It could be any picture. It could be. And you could put Dune on it and Mm. everybody back. Heck yeah, Mm. man. That's it. Dune part two, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, look. They released the release date. Um, Don't hold this like it's your wedding day. Mm. Just hold it loosely. Okay. October 20th, 2023. Okay. You don't think it's going to be They released- they released this. No, it's they oh, released okay. a date, October twentieth, twenty twenty three. But we know part one was delayed. Yeah, we know a lot of films were delayed. There could be any reason. They also made a statement saying that because Dune Part One was not confirmed until we saw opening weekend, mm-hmm. like Dune Part Two was not confirmed until after opening weekend for Dune Part One. Yeah, they're a little behind on production. Mm. So they are concerned that with the amount of post-production and the amount of production they have to do, they might not make that date. Mm. But that's the public date that they're shooting for. So hopefully at the end of 2023, we have Dune Part 2. At the worst, (laughs) mid-2024. At the worst. At the worst. At the worst. It better be the worst. I don't know if if we're going to have to wait that long. That seems like a long time. It does, but so does 2023. Remember, 2022 just started. This is the end of next year. That is true. You know what's coming out this year that we've been waiting way too long for? Batman. The Batman. Avatar. I lost it for a second. Oh, yeah. Where's the promos? For Avatar, it's this year. Yeah, I don't think they need to do any promos. I think they have to do two weeks, two weeks of dropping a trailer Dropping all the teasers, play it on TV, play it on Facebook, play it on Instagram, put it everywhere for two weeks, and the whole world is showing up at the theaters that weekend. I, I definitely glam drink. Glam drink. That's Gandalf's sword. Oh, that's been yeah. mess- <laughs> that has been messing with me this whole time. Heck yeah, dude. Glam drink. Glam drink. Yeah. I am. So Oh, looking forward to Dune. And mm-hmm. the thing is, me and you, between our wacky, wonderful show and this podcast and everything we create, we're gonna dive so deep into Dune in the next two yeah. years that it's gonna we're gonna be busting at the seams to see this part yeah. two, man. Oh yeah, mm. busting at the seams. We're gonna busting, busting, <laughs> busting. <laughs> man, I'm I'm really excited because there's a lot of stuff in part two. There's so more much Zendaya. Stuff. You gotta be more than the first. And I, I was actually doing a little bit of research on that. It's amazing how much Zendaya we got to see in the first movie because she's barely in the Johnny's book. barely in the book up until For then. What we showed, yeah, she's, she's not. It was in the for book. advertising. Yeah, they showed her everywhere, and then you're yeah, like, but also five like minutes of Zendaya. We're okay with it. We uh-huh. don't fault you. Yeah, we're but okay also with it's it. it's pretty 
it's pretty close to the story of, you know, she's not in the first half, but I mean, we get a we're gonna get a, a lot more of her character. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get we're gonna get him. Why is he just like? Because you know he's he, he House Harkonnen. He's I'm a little I'm like, a little worried that uh, that he's the only uh, Harkonnen. Mm. He's the he's the main Harkonnen antagonist aside from the Duke. Yeah, because you know Fade is supposed to be the one that fights Paul. And Fade's not even in the first movie. So I don't know if they're going to introduce him or what. Yeah, that's true. He's played by Sting Sting. in the first movie. (laughs) Fade Fade is played by Sting. Um, uh, We were watching the other day, and the guy's eyes were blue. And it was like poor color grading. But you were like, are they in? It was Aragon. Oh, yeah. Why? You know Aragon, the the dragon rider? Oh, yeah. They had blue (laughs) eyes and Aragon. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, he's talking to Jeremy Irons, and Jeremy Irons, from his side, looks looks fine. Mm -hmm. And then they switch back over to the main guy, to Aragon, and he looks like a, (laughs) he looks like a Fremen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's be honest. I I haven't seen Aragon in probably over a decade. We we decided to watch it over the weekend, you know, bored. I have in my mind's eye... That opening shot where it comes into a dragon battle mm-hmm. and it's like on the back of the dragon. Do you remember what I'm talking yeah. about? Isn't yeah. that a pretty cool shot? Does That's, it hold up? That that yeah. shot actually still holds there's, up. There's a lot. Because I was blown up. away. I don't I don't remember the whole film, but I remember that opening shot in the middle of the dragon war battle, and I was like, "This is wild, man!" That's what got me so interested in dragons. Why I was dragon drawn yeah. dragons. The movie's a solid movie. There's just way too many tropes in it. Like the Okay. It's it's all just trope. I'm, I'm gonna have to stop you there. It was the a movie, movie is not a it's, solid no, movie. I said it was a D. De- okay. It's not a decent, it a decent movie. movie they only made Saturday one. It is a there's three books and they only made one. So for, I can see mm-hmm. I can see really because I didn't watch the movie. I, that was the first time I've ever seen really? it. Really? Yeah. yeah. I could see as being like 12 years old, 13. Loving the crap out yeah, of that yeah. movie. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I'm Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Movie for like. Well, I was probably like. I was probably 10 or not 11 years old when I watched it. But I mean... It. I watched it like as soon as we moved to South Carolina. Yeah, we redboxed it. No, I didn't redbox it. I watched it at Mindy's. No, you're thinking of something else. We redboxed no, it. We redboxed. I was staying at Mindy's by myself. Anna was a little girl. I don't even know if Addison was born. I guess she had could have had to been. She was a baby. I'm just saying these are our cousins. I'm saying I watched it at our aunt's house by myself because everyone went to bed and our aunt was like, yeah, you can you can rent a movie from Blockbuster, whatever you And I'm like, this has dragons on it. Mm-hmm. This looks like a movie I would enjoy. Terrible movie. I enjoyed it when Dialogue, I watched it. so bad. I would probably hate it now. You would hate it. <laughs> because I mean, Jer- it's a little cheesy. Jeremy Irons goes from being like this hard-ass mentor character to being like, you know... Uh, 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 as he's dying, he's like, uh, you know, you, you, I did this for you. You were, the, you, you were the one I was, Dragon you know, uh, always supposed to meet. Always supposed, I was always supposed to be here for you. Like, come on, just come like on, zero man. character development for that moment. <laughs> Jeremy Irons is an amazing actor, mm-hmm. but. Doesn't Damn. hold up. Don't Not hold that up. movie. Well, at least it did one thing. It sparked my personal imagination going into my mm-hmm. teenage years. That's good. And that is good, even if it was a crappy film. But if we're two, talking about Dune, 
if we're talking about Dune and we're, and we're talking about dudes riding things, <laughs> worms, bro. He's going. <laughs> what is he going to do? Usul is going to call a big <laughs> one. Yeah. Everybody knows this. Yeah. I mean, he's, a huge he, he's gonna How call big? a huge worm. How I mean, big? The Max. biggest there is. The oldest there is. How the no. biggest How oldest old? worm there is? It, it, it's not. It's just the line is Usul has has called a big one. I never read the books, by the way. So, I can I say? I think so. Yeah. Can I say the two things I'm looking forward to? Mm. This? I'm very interested to see the vibe and who. And who the who's gonna play the emperor, and that character as well? Ooh, old. yeah! Real excited to see that. I'm also excited to see the length of Timothy's hair for this part too, because you know they're gonna come in. It's not fresh off the back, mm -hmm. is it? They're gonna. It's gonna be like a year or two Ooh, years. Down I don't the road. know. It, they might. They might do some fresh off the previous movie stuff yeah. because some important stuff happens when he gets there. But uh, a good length of time takes place between. You know when he gets to the fremen and when he strikes back like several years okay so i'm saying this Wait, they're definitely gonna the empire strikes back they're going to uh <laughs> that's right wow. yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely going to let at some point timothy's hair get as long as we saw you know in uh don't look up i don't know below <laughs> shoulders uh maybe I'm close to, to mid back you know what i'm saying i'm hoping maybe 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 but okay here's the real question mm. do you think timothy's gonna come back since it's such a big time period do you think he's gonna come back on the scene starting to get a little buff buff and then once they finish dune franchise they introduce him mm. in the marvel films and how skinny he is if he just goes full bore and becomes buff wait, is that what you do you become boar i don't becomes, know if it's boar if it's bear if he, wait so if he it's goes bear mode. hog whole hog <laughs> bear mode <laughs> He goes, if he, goes, he goes whole hog. <laughs> <laughs> if he goes all in and he mm -hmm. gets buff, I have no chance in life. My wife already has a crush on him, and he looks like she won't leave you. <laughs> you. I mean, you gotta. Go she's not gonna even leave, leave me you. for him. She's gonna. She's gonna leave me because she's gonna say like, close but no cigar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh Dang yeah. Man. There's a lot. There's a lot I'm looking forward to in this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm also excited to see more of the Baron, who's mm -hmm. a villain, I guess. Is he the ultimate villain or is he just one of the villains? I think so long term the Emperor's kind of a villain. Yeah, but I mean the Emperor didn't really show up in the book. Mm -hmm. uh, just is more more or less referenced. Mm -hmm. Uh the the but the big fight at the end is between Paul and Fade. Oh, okay. And yeah, and, well, and Fade's not even in this first movie. Yeah, so we'll see. Maybe it'll be between him and Raban. Maybe they'll just sub out Fade. Maybe they'll morph the two characters into Raban, yeah. and he'll just fight Raban at the end. You know what would yeah. make make Doom just like you know that much better? How mm -hmm. much better? It's, it's just a much. little bit. Yeah. Is is like have a number get like Ed Sheeran be like have Ed Sheeran? <laughs> yeah, be like be like. I see fire into the trees. <laughs> you want oh you want a dope like yeah, yeah, yeah. original song at the end of Dune? Yeah. Like I, don't I know. feel sand <laughs> in crawling down my butt crack. I feel sand. <laughs> and it gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And it gets everywhere. And I hate it. No. I don't I know just, why I'm on a race. I just want more. Ah! 
Yeah. yeah. And then throw some of that in there too. I'm a, I, uh, so there's excited. so much I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to seeing more work and more experimental stuff in this universe done by Greg Frazier. What? I think you, I think you finally feeling how I felt when this movie was coming. I out. know. But the thing is, just the fact of how well it's done mm -hmm. and that my new favorite director of photography is sticking with it. It's going to keep it. I got to become best friends with Greg Frazier, man. I got to somehow Good weasel my way into his life Greg. and I need to get to know him. I Does need he to have ask any him. social medias? He do. What if we got a what lot of he, people? What if we made a movie? Greg Frazier and Hans Zimmer. Like made a documentary about them? No, with them. With we made them? we made a movie. Oh. Can you imagine getting Hans Zimmer? The thing is, I would every day I would develop so many ulcers coming to set every day, <laughs> every day working with those two geniuses, <laughs> and I'd be like, I know nothing. I know nothing. Why am I what working I, with what these am I doing? wonderful people? Yeah. Why I they hate I can't me. even stay. They hate me. <laughs> I know they hate me because they've seen me work. You know what I mean? I it's like, me. I am not up to standard for these dudes. Yeah. And ha meanwhile, Hans Zimmer's in the thing being like, Joe used this one word <laughs> when he, we were talking about the soundtrack for this specific scene, and I just ran with it. I thought, it how would these musicians, scene. how would these musicians do it differently? I took a snare drum and a penny whistle. <laughs> I made an entirely new <laughs> instrument for this scene. Because Joe used the word intriguing for a scene. I wanted to bring intrigue. <laughs> and I had to make an instrument that says intrigue. Intrigue. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. This was a lifelong dream of mine. <laughs> Your Hans Zimmer impression is really good. You like it? Yeah. It's really easy. Just get a little nasally. A little nasally. On. Yeah. And kind of uh, It's satisfied. It's satisfied. It's satisfied. And a little Austrian. Little Austrian. Yeah. Just a dude and Hans Zimmer's. I don't know Hans Zimmer. I, I don't know. You don't ever thing. watch his videos? No. Did you not share videos with him the other day? I heard, I saw, see a lot of his, I listen to his music, but. You gotta watch his interviews. He's so much fun to watch. Yeah. His interviews? Oh, yeah. watch well, that's why I started. That's why I started watching Interstellar, because I was watching a Hans Zimmer. For real? Yeah, I was watching the, kind of the making of the Interstellar music, and I was yeah. like, I gotta watch this movie again. Early, was it Sunday or I don't, Saturday? I wasn't a part Saturday. of that, because you just, I, I got up early in the morning, and I'm like, drinking mm -hmm. my coffee, and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch, watch it. And then I watched I'm gonna short in Interstellar, and I'm like, I watched a short thing I've about got it on DVD. Dude. Let me go get it. Mm. And there was yeah, I watched that short video on mm -hmm. the, like the making the sounds of Dune. Yeah, and that had a bunch of people in it. But I mean, just they were getting sounds, people walking on sand, and the sounds of sand rolling over the dunes, yeah. and the sounds that dunes make. Yeah, when they were talking about that, how the audio engineers went out into the desert and they discovered a new sound that sand dunes make in the mm -hmm. desert mm -hmm. that they've never heard incorporated in any desert film ever. And it's kind of like they captured it and they added it to the it's film. It's kind of like it's a very subtle. It's not a howling. It's more of a deep. Is it sort like of, when you're listening, you're like listening, listen. He, they and said it's like it's like, it's like a it's like a rumble hum. Yeah, a, like that a rumble. The hum, desert yeah. makes in a sound, and they were able to capture it from the desert and include it in the film. Yeah, um, interesting. Another cool thing that Hans Zimmer said about this is, or maybe it was the director or somebody that was involved. Denis? Yeah, how do you pronounce his name? Den Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Denis Villeneuve. 
Denny. 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 It's spelled Dennis, but Denny it's pronounced Denny. 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 Denny is the short shorthand. Villeneuve. Yeah. French. Denny is shorthand. Um, the director, Denny or, or Hans Zimmer, one of the two, they said that they didn't really want the audience to know. Like, they didn't want it to feel like a film, so they didn't want to know where, like, the world making sound and the soundtrack started and began. Like, yeah. they didn't want it, they wanted they it wanted to feel to flow seamlessly. They together. wanted it to feel like they are the same. Yeah. And I think they accomplished that. They did a very good job. Because, like, that. incorporating the, the battle. The battle songs that they're doing on the Harkonnen, mm-hmm. or not the Harkonnen. Um, Why the, is the opacity? What is what's the name of the uh, so freaking? What's the name of the the warriors the from the Sardaukar? The Sardaukar, yeah. Who when is they're on the Sardaukar? The barrel as the Baron's face. Wow. Um, when the Sardaukar was the preparing, and okay. they have the the guy doing the <laughs> you know that there's that whole scene. It's like there is this battle song. But also the with, sound of like rain and yeah, stuff. and so it's just that's that's Whack. the whole film, you know. As soon as they step out on the desert, you hear. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm so Good. excited you know, for part two, man. One of these days, we're gonna walk into their apartment, or mm. it's gonna be we're gonna hear this weird noise, and we're gonna be like, "What?" We're gonna go back to the bedroom, and he, he Joseph's gonna have found like a really nice piece of wood, like a like a good red oak he's gonna be laying in uh, snuggling it going oh <laughs> I, and I I thought, like what the heck i thought you were gonna say we're gonna go over to his apartment walk into the living room and joe's gonna be with his hair like in a full absolute <laughs> replica still suit <laughs> and i'm just like I've put it on perfectly. Yeah, and <laughs> he's like, I wear it in the Fremen fashion. And, and Mackenzie's just gonna be sitting on the couch like, mm-hmm. you guys need a text before you come over next time. And you're, time. you're gonna be standing like. And you're like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> and, you're, and you're still suit. I got the nose piece just sitting, I have on blue contacts. I'm like, hi guys. Oh God. <laughs> oh gosh. You can see like the. You can see where I started undoing the time. You, like, you can call me Muad'Dib. <laughs> oh, Isn't it kind of weird that in my house, basically no attention is brought to Duncan, Idaho, and all of it is on Paul Atreides? Yeah. I, I can't. I can't. I. We watched another freaking Timothy Chalamet film just the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did we. What yeah. is it? He's in Interstellar. He, oh yeah, he is. He is the son. He is. He is the son. Yes, you're right. And uh, the thing is, you don't realize mm-hmm. he's been around the block, and you don't really remember him. But he played um a while ago with Steve Carell. He played a yeah, really good yeah. family. Good well, not boy or, I mean boy. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful boy. boy. It's really good. Uh, it's about yeah. drug abuse, drug problems, family drama. Look depressing. Yeah. It is sad, but it's not tragic. Okay, it's just it's filled with struggle. And um, it was very good, but Timothy does a great performance in that. You know, a good movie that a lot of people don't give credit? Hmm. Uh, Serial Life of Walter Mitty. That's a good movie. It's okay. It's it's one of those movies you watch and like, mm. feel good after watching Yeah, it. just, I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. I'm ready to go on an adventure. 
That's I'm ready to invention. empty my bank account and be irresponsible and be with irresp- my finances. I want to be cavalier with my finances. <laughs> <laughs> because I saw Ben Stiller do it once. Yeah, but he did it all with a sweater, a nice red sweater. You yeah. know, that's where my love for sweaters originally came from, you know. I wanted to be Ben Stiller in that movie. If I'm being honest, I kind of agree with the nature of the story. It's like, yeah, these old ways of doing things don't survive. Mm-hmm. You know, the film and oh. the, the idea around this old, like the thing is we have to create new ways of what that is. Yeah. We can't always just look to the past and be like, oh, the purest form of photography and the art of visual pictures mm. is back in the old days where they had film and they had to rough and tumble. Yeah. It's not true. It's definitely not true. There are new ways to do the modern version of mm-hmm. true art. A little better. And struggle through it to mm-hmm. make something beautiful. And it doesn't always have to be what ha- what came before. It can be the new thing that in the future will be looked well, back on as beautiful. And I don't I don't mean to keep, you know. Turning over. Harkening back. To <laughs> but I mean, just that video we watched where, you know, you just see some brief behind the scenes of them filming Dune stuff. Mm-hmm. And how much of that was just natural lighting? Uh, most. They had just tons of natural lighting. There was just. Somebody's standing out there. It's a blue sky, and they've just got a camera out there and maybe a reflective shield, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. It was awesome. A lot of those close-ups, they're like, just grab a camera, grab Tim. Let's get out in the dunes. Oh, let's get in the dunes. Let's get in the dunes. Yeah. We're going to get some close-ups of Timothy getting high. Yeah. Do we have another segment or we? Um, we do yeah, actually yeah. have another segment, and it actually involves your recommendations joshua so we're gonna have you doing a recommendation this week Uh oh um i didn't come up with one we had a meeting about it yeah i didn't do you need it my week I, can i can i give a recommendation yeah. since you're not prepared i yeah, got a recommendation i'm not prepared because i recommendations how I strong on, la- on a scale a of one to ten i'd say my recommendation I mean, I could, is like a four let's, my recommendation you're not prepared i could say let's go watch. prepare next week okay watch your rec is like me. what a four mine's a four one out of ten. Uh, how strong your recommendation is. How, all how, my recommendations are strong. I thought we were going to do some plug-in before we do the recs. Yeah. Well, we, we already did some ad rolls for these episodes. Okay. We, we can, we can, we, we'll say this. We'll just do subscribe, yeah. like the video. Um, if okay, you're be a little bit more convincing. Look, subscribe or follow if you're watching on fake. Spotify. Too fake. No, this is genuine. If you're watching on Spotify, follow. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Um, also, notice if you follow us on Spotify, you can actually, I think if you listen or watch a couple episodes, you can actually rate the podcast Ooh, on mm, Spotify. Cool. So they only want people that actually follow to rate. So if you follow and you have been, give go ahead and give us a give us a, a five-star rating mm-hmm. on Spotify. Um, too genuine. Being too genuine. Being too genuine. Yeah. Okay. Cut. Bring it back. Bring it back. More salesmen. Here we go. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like button and tell us what you thought about all of our wacky thoughts. Are you looking forward to Doom Part 2? Are you concerned with Moonlight? And are you Moon Knight? And are you absolutely turning in your grave to think about Amazon Prime creating a Lord of the Rings series? Tell us what you think, man. And also... Well, you kind of did give a recommendation. You said listen to the podcast with Andrew Garfield, but we're not going to oh. count that. Yeah, Wyatt, I did. Didn't what's I? your recommendation for the people this week? 
Uh, I just listened to a book, a, a, an amazing book, uh, called Cytonic. Cytonic. Yeah. It is a... Is it anything like Supertonic? No, no, no. It's a... Uh, Psychedelic tonic. No, it's neither of those. Oh. Okay. It's a sci-fi fantasy book written by B- Brandon Sanderson. Of course. And it it's the third in... A, a series okay uh so there's two books before it but it was really good it's you know part of the skyward series is what it's called uh, it's really good so look up skyward it is more of is a like young adult style of books which isn't usually brandon sanderson's yeah theme. is that hunger games vibe <clears throat> no or a step above it, it, it's it's that young adult feel mm. but a step above in quality. Okay, gotcha. I think you know Sanderson's really good at at, at the quality aspect. Gotcha. And it, you know it's a really unique design of of characters and the way that you know space travel mm-hmm. works and you know humanity versus you know alien species uh, and things like that. And it's got some really great concepts in it. It's okay. really fun. So what is it called? Star what? Uh, the the book that I just finished is called Cytonic. Yeah, but what's the in the series of Skyward? The Skyward, Skyward series. Skyward, Cytonic. Yeah, by Brandon Sanderson. Listen to those books, you guys. Yep. Treat yourself. Um, one last plug. Don't forget Friday at 10 p.m. We have the midnight special mm. arriving straight to your ear holes. And if you're on Patreon, your eye holes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have the video version on Patreon. If you're interested in getting connected on Patreon, check out the link in the description. Join a tier, whichever serves you. Didn't we already do an ad for this? No. We did. I'm just closing out the okay. podcast, man. Just reminding them it's a thing. Mm. Um, and we love you. Yeah. And we'll see you in the next videos. The podcast. Next time. Next time. <clears throat> I'm uh I don't you no you go ahead. I didn't want to say this on the podcast, but I'm genuinely concerned about Lord of the Rings. About Lord of the Rings, man. Yeah. I'm a little worried as How well. How could I not be? After what they did to Terry Pratchett and uh, Robert Jordan. How recent were those? I mean they're gonna have to Pratchett was more recent than Jordan. Much more recent. They're gonna need a hillbilly attitude adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that we say that all the time? Hillbilly attitude adjuster. Yeah. It's a spanking, right? Uh, or I actually had a mallet. A mallet? That's what it came from. You walked around holding the mallet saying, this is my hillbilly Hill- attitude yeah. adjuster. That was funny. Why did you use a mallet? I don't know. <laughs> trying to bash some heads in. I want to bash some heads. <laughs>